Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Y'all come on in here. Power Hour is here. Power Hour is here. Bear with me as I make sure everything is shared on all of my platforms. Good Monday morning. Come on. I know you may not feel like a Monday morning can be good, but it is a good day. Any day. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. That we are alive, that we are breathing. I'm looking outside at the sunshine. Thank you for this day, Lord God. You don't have to be feeling your best to have a good day, but you need to have a belief system that says God can make you feel better throughout the day. It's Monday. It's Monday morning at 9.49 on your AM dial. Y'all come on in here. Welcome to today's episode of Power Hour. Woo-wee. I want to thank you all for your support of the Trailblazers with the Z Network. Shout out to our CEO, Fred BD, COO, Coco Fenton. Tony and Kai and myself, uh, we make up the Trailblazers Network. And I am so grateful. We are so grateful for your support of all of our shows, all that we do. This week is going to be a little busy. Matter of fact, tomorrow is going to be seriously busy and i'm going to talk about what's happening tomorrow because you don't want to miss what's happening at all on trailblazers radio good morning to you uh please tag please share power hour is under the umbrella of critical conversations if you've never seen that show shame on you but you can redeem yourself it comes on every saturday at 5 p.m eastern standard time live or replay there's something going on um if you have been following me, you know that my entire mantra uh, that I'm based on is health, wellness, healing, wholeness. Uh, and that's because of my own journey um, that I have been embarking on to be healed, to be whole and well in every dimension. My therapist, yes, child, I got a whole therapist, child, and I'm still saving. I'm telling you, I will see Jesus. Yes. Me and my therapist is going to see the Lord together. Yes, God. So in therapy, she introduced this concept to me. It's not her concept, but she taught me about seven dimensions of wellness. We're going to pray and then we're going to get into today's conversation. But the seven basic dimensions, I'm not saying all wellness has to fall in these areas, but these are the basic dimensions of wellness. And I'm going to put them in the chat. As I talk it out, for those who are coming in, welcome, welcome. My name is LHG, standing for a tiny hair is good. And I am your host of Power Hour, Girl Chat Weekly, and Critical Conversation. So the seven dimensions of wellness that I base pretty much everything I do is based upon one of these dimensions. Good morning. Tracy Curry, my sister is in the room. Thank you, sister. The first dimension of wellness that I talk about is emotional wellness. I'm writing my notes as I talk to y'all. Cousin, you in here? Y'all, y'all let my cousin in the room. She coming on through. I got me some cappuccino this morning. What y'all, what y'all sipping on this morning? I love me a good morning beverage. I do. I do. It gets my day started. I'm a decaf person. The caffeinated coffee is my thing. But this morning, I did a little bit different. Did some cappuccino. A little sweetness for my morning. And 
Okay, so emotional is number one, okay? Number two dimension of wellness is physical. We are walking ourselves through the seven dimensions of wellness so that you know what I base my shows on. If you want to know where I get my ideas from, it's from these particular areas of wellness. Cousin is in here. She's <laughs> cousin, uh-uh. You know good well when I see your name. I'm going to say, cousin, is you in here? <laughs> oh, I'm not going to keep y'all long today. I'm going to do better. Emotional, physical, spiritual. And as I am mentioning these areas of wellness, Put in the comments what you think about when you hear emotional wellness, physical wellness, spiritual wellness. So number four, we're going to say financial, okay? Number four, and these are not in any deliberate order. I'm just giving you the seven dimensions that I deal with on, on the show. I may not touch all dimensions at one time in one show, but trust me, everything I do and say, is a part of one of these dimensions. So we got number one, emotional, number two, physical, three, spiritual, four, financial. We'll make five social. Okay. What's going on around you in your relationships, your marriage with your children. If you're going to the church house, your church family connection, your family your family, the social aspect of wellness is how you stand up in relationships. So we'll make that five. Six, we'll do vocational. Now, in, in the vocational wellness piece is your job, it's your occupation. So that could be occupational wellness, vocational wellness. You could be retired, but you still need to be well and what you're doing to occupy your time. Just because you are a retired whatever doesn't mean you don't have an occupation. You might have a business. You might be an entrepreneur, all right, which will roll back up to financial wellness as well. Many of these have overlaps. If you really think about these areas of wellness, y'all, there's some overlapping. So number one, emotional, two, physical, three, spiritual, four, financial, five, social, Six is vocational slash occupational. And seven, let's make environmental. We're not going to go through each one in depth in this one hour, but I just wanted for those who've never seen me before and want to get to know who, who this, how about who this woman? I am a podcaster. I'm a mom. I am a woman of God. I am a leader. I, um, am semi-retired <laughs> uh, and my experiences touch a lot in terms of what I've done in my career, what I've done in my occupation slash vocation. And on this journey, I've been in corporate America for over 30 years. I'm 48 and I, I probably, man, if anybody is like me and you started working in, in high school, put it in the comments because in high school, Shout out cast technicians, 93, class of 93. We had what was called co-op. Y'all remember co-op? So as a part of the um, junior year, we finally had the chance to get a job. And this is literally our first job. And in our case, being cast tech, being close to downtown, 
within close proximity of the school center building, um, Detroit Public Schools headquarters was called the Schools Center building, where your superintendent was housed, chief fiscal officer, which is who I worked for, uh, Clement Sutton. I don't even know if he's still living, but man, my first job was co-op. Did y'all have a co-op job? It was what taught me foundational um, principles of business. And not only did you have a co-op job, it started out with being a part of the, what was it called? The Business Association, something, 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 where they brought us in the, a, a teaching atmosphere to teach us what to wear, what not to wear, to be punctual, how to, how to present yourself on the job. They didn't just send us out to a job. They prepared us for the job, resumes, dress, um, speaking professionally, uh, behavior. I mean, and it may sound real fundamental, but it was, we were high school students. So we needed, and I, I would I venture to say, they probably should have this teaching in middle school, in elementary school, start teaching children uh, certain behavioral attributes to prepare for the work workforce, create little small jobs for them. Back in my day, schools used to have banks in them, probably more suburban schools. I, we didn't have none in Detroit. That was 30 years ago, 40 years ago. Uh, but schools used to have like a gift shop, a bank, because what else is the best place to teach, other than home, to teach your children principles of business than in school? And they're spending hours upon hours with these teachers. So you have their attention. You have them all in one place. Teach them by opening up a little, even if it's a fictitious candy store or something, or make it a, a little real candy store. We had, in my middle school, we sold bagels. One of the teachers sold bagels. That would have been a good chance. And he did bring a student with him as he went to class to class to sell bagels. He would have a student who helped take the money. Bagels was 25 cent. God, thank you for bread. Hallelujah for bread. I know y'all say bread is fattening, but God, I just thank you for bread. Let me sip to that. You know, LHG be all over the place. But here's the thing. I wonder if we miss out on opportunities. It's called power hour, okay? I wonder if we miss out on opportunities to teach our children how to take their place as professionals. They ain't got to make it extra deep, but how to sit up straight in your chair, how to stand up straight, how to shake a hand firmly, how to say good morning, welcome to our candy shop, would you like to buy... You got to teach children these principles. They don't come in here knowing. And some of y'all adults... Some of y'all adults need LHG's training. I'm in these streets sometimes. Some of y'all adults got whole jobs and don't know how to be professional in a job. Come on. I should not see you smacking on gum if you are at work. I should not hear about your baby daddy if you are taking my order. I mean, I'm just, it's power hour, right? How are we going to make our mark in the wonderful world of business if people don't take us seriously? 
And our children are young enough to be taught and molded in a way where we can teach them what does it look like to sound smart. We want them to be smart, want them to be brilliant. Well, there's a business language, a universal language of business, a tone of business. There is a a way that we can teach our children even when we're going places and we're as adults conducting business transactions, make sure little Johnny and little Pookie and Ray Ray and little Cece are watching mommy and daddy conduct business, conduct a transaction, even at the mall as we are walking up to the cashier and we're saying good morning and they're saying good morning back to us. Let your children see what a, a positive business transaction looks like. And if you, I'm talking to the adults today, if you have a somewhat negative experience in the arena of customer service and your children are close to you, why not use that as a teachable moment? Now, you see what happened in this case. I was kind to the lady. She came back. She was rude to me. I didn't match that energy. I told her what I needed. I asked her for her manager. These are things that our children need to be brought into. Don't wait until these kids are 17, 18, 19. And now you want to talk about business. If they're with you and they're watching you, trust me, they're paying attention. So invest into your children about business. I'm wearing a millionaire in the in training shirt. Thank you to Diana Womack. She is one of my mentors and one of uh, Polished on Purpose's greatest supporters. My millionaire in training shirt. And if we are teaching our children about entrepreneurism, about business, about education, about corporate, then we as parents need to make sure we're having these discussions with them. Now, I will ask you this, and I will say this. If you are a parent, you may even be a young mom, a young father, and you feel as though you didn't get a chance to have that or see that in your home. I was blessed to have a mom who was pristine when it comes to professionalism. Speech, dress, demeanor, she was the the executive to the world. I watched her as she would prepare for meetings. I listened to her when she was on the phone conducting over the phone conference calls. Um, they didn't call it conference calls back then, but making business calls. So I had that example in, in the house where when I would play office, she was my demonstration of what I should say. But not all people grow up in a home where, you know, you have that constant demonstration. Some of us don't have that at all. Some of us have some people in our world and our, our parents maybe even that were kind of on the, the rough side and were always butting heads on the phone and butting heads when they would go into public. But now it's time to bring it in. So I'm going to challenge you, parents, if you feel as though you may not have a lot to give to your own children in terms of teaching them business etiquette, why don't you get help? Why don't you find someone in your village, um, parent, auntie, um, deacon or someone in your world, LHG will make herself available. 
That's why I do these talks. Well, if you want to have some reinforcement as you are teaching your children business etiquette, then use me. I'll be happy to help. I'm not perfect, but I will say I've had great examples in my life about poise, professionalism. You would be surprised how many people don't know how to conduct themselves during a basic business call, such as making a doctor's appointment, such as calling to ask a question. They stumble. What do I say? What do I say? Well, you have to be taught that. You do. Because you want to you want to have a, a positive interaction. So there are certain words to avoid, certain tone to avoid. So if you don't have what you feel is the best example to give your children, then ask for help. Ask for help. I taught customer service. I taught the fact that on the telephone, people can tell if you sounding mad, you frowning, good morning, how may I help you? We taught that. We taught five forbidden phrases, words not to use when you're on the phone as a representative and as a consumer. Because guess what, dear consumer, you have a responsibility too to call somewhere like you got some sense. If you're calling these companies wilding out, hooping and hollering, nobody can get some basic information out of you. Guess what's going to happen? Thank you and good night. Click. So, right, there is training to be had on both sides of this. This ain't my topic today, but let's get to it. So, emotional wellness, physical, spiritual, financial, social, vocational slash occupational, environmental. That's that's roughly seven. Um, I deal with that in every show. Why? Because I guess I'm just crazy enough to believe that God's will is that we are well in every dimension of wellness, that we are prospering in every area of our lives. That's just what I believe in the word of God. It says that, all right? So here we are on Monday. Where is your calendar? Yep, you already know what it is. You already know what Power Hour is about. This says, get it done. We are no longer relying on our memory. Yeah, how many appointments have you missed? Because you're relying on your brain. Not that your brain isn't functional. Not that your brain doesn't work. But why put that pressure on yourself? And we have mechanisms to use, mechanisms to use to keep our day, our week, our month, our year focused and organized. So if you are in the place where you can get your calendar, this is our time where we go ahead and start making our appointments known you really should have February already filled out. But if you don't, that's okay. We can work that out together. This is the week of February 11th. Yesterday was February 11th. We are now at February 12th. So take this time, grab your calendar. If you can do so safely and let's get this week filled up. Do you have any doctor's appointments? I do. I have one on Friday. Do you all have this thing called my chart? Whatever your doctor's network is, whether it's Henry Ford, Beaumont, Trinity, wherever you are, you may have other hospital networks. There's typically a portal where your doctor appointments show up. If, if you're not the techie kind of person, um, I would suggest you get some help because now 
technology is at a place where we can have our appointments at our fingertips in our phones. So whatever your appointments are for this week, what I do, I grab my calendar and I put it in. I have a doctor appointment Friday at 8.30. Let me tell you what I learned about myself. Oh, true confessions. I was supposed to go to the doctor today at 7 a.m. Let me tell you, I no longer have the capacity at 48.9 years of age on God's green earth. I cannot do appointments before 8.30 anymore. I used to be that one that could be at the doctor at 6 a.m. with my coffee, with my lashes, looking cute, like, doctor, where you at? Where's the bagels? And hey. But now, as I've gotten a little older, as my body um, has been dealing with some ailments, and I don't sleep as well, but I, God is going to fix that. Ooh, Jesus. God's going to help those of us who ain't sleeping good. God's going to heal that. But I can no longer be up at 5 a.m. for a 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. appointment. Not right now. God could change that. But as of right now, I have to know my limitations. Can somebody put in the comments, know your limitations. If you're not a morning person or an early, early morning person, I'm a morning person, but that 5 a.m., 5.30, 7 a.m. appointment is not going to work for me anymore. But you have to know where you operate best. So I've learned today, I learned, honey, this is a, this is a high off the press confession. I will no longer create appointments at 7 a.m. I'm just not there right now. Now, when things are a little different in my life and my health is better and I could just pop up like I used to, that may change. But now I have, I am convinced, fully persuaded here that I don't need to have an appointment before 8.30. So when I call it and reschedule, first of all, let me go back. Let me go back. If you have an appointment, ladies and gentlemen, and you know you ain't going to be able to make it, okay, we got to have the courtesy to call and cancel. It could be a doctor appointment. It could be a lunch slash brunch with a friend. Can we go back to common courtesy? It's okay if life happens. It's okay if you just don't want to go. It's okay if you're tired. It's okay if you overslept. But what we need to do is make sure we are canceling in advance. So when I woke up this morning at five something and I really wasn't feeling the best, I knew at that point I wasn't going to make the 7 a.m. doctor appointment. What did I do? Went on my phone into my my chart. They got a button that says cancel. Yes, they do. And then they give you options. Cancel why? Your health condition changed. You no longer need the appointment. Other, they give you some options. Pick the best one that fits you and just cancel it and reschedule. Don't have people waiting on you. Well, they, they don't care. No, don't do that. Especially an early morning appointment. They it could get somebody else in that spot. I don't know about you, but it's not very easy to get appointments right now after COVID, certain kind of appointments, like if it's therapy, everybody is on somebody's couch. So sometimes your appointments are, they are going out into April and May because so many people need help. So when you do snag a good spot, 
and you can't make it, you're going to have to do the right thing and call ahead and say, cancel. And they're helping us to be able to do it with a click of, a, of your phone. I clicked on cancel, put in the best reason. And then when I got up later, I called and rescheduled and made it at 8.30 versus 7. I can do 8.30. I can be up by 7, out of the house by 7.45 and be to the doctor by 8.30. I can do that. But if you know you're not able to get up that early, easily, make your appointments later in the morning, midday, you know your limitations. You know how you roll. So just a little sidebar. If y'all commented, I don't know why I don't see it. I don't keep going. So I rescheduled the appointment. It worked smoothly. I am grateful for Henry Ford Medical System. I will say they have pretty good customer service reps in terms of making appointments, in terms of having a um, the technology to make appointments on your phone. Not all kinds, but most like PCP and follow-up, you can do it you know, with a, a quick click. So I appreciate stuff like that. So we are filling out our calendars for this week. The week of February 11th, this is Valentine's Day week. If you are like me and you sell jewelry and you sell paparazzi, see this bag? This bag is full of pink, red, and blinged out jewelry because I plan on posting pictures and going live to make some sales. So if you are in a business uh, such as direct sales, Mary Kay, paparazzi or whatever, and it's Valentine's week and you want to use that Valentine's Day theme to bring in some more money, plan it out on your planner. If you want to go live 30 minutes, live for an hour, live for 10 minutes, you want to post, then why not schedule it? You can schedule your social media activity, especially if you work a nine to five and you're a mama and you're a wife and you're in ministry. You got so much going on. You may have to schedule your social media activity and make an hour a day or 45 minutes a day that's designed just for you to go live, make posts. I do love Facebook had a feature. I hope they still have it where you can do a bunch of posts and schedule them. So if you're like me and you get inspired at certain points of the day, you can write your post out. And then what you can do is just schedule them to go out at 1 p.m., 2 p.m., 3 p.m. That way they're not back to back, but you're at least getting your post out. Um, you want to make sure you're not overloading your day. I'm going to preach this every Monday. Don't overload the day. Especially if you're rocking a whole nine to five, 10 to 10, seven to five, seven to three, whatever you're doing, you're going to have to be able to strategically plan your day without the crash and burn. Okay. Today is the 12th. So I put in power hour. I had a 9 a.m. appointment. And then I put this afternoon, drop Gabby at work, pick up Gabby from work. And then I'm going to put podcast prep. I have two big shows tomorrow and tonight is my prep. Now, normally I would have prepped way before today, but I had a pop-up. We had any, uh, a dinner yesterday, so I wasn't able to do it. Podcast prep for me is fun stuff. Um, writing down questions, looking at bios, 
So I can do that this evening while I'm waiting for Gabby to get off of work. I'll probably go to the library and, and be with my library friends, honey. I got library friends. So I have on my to-do list preparation for two shows. I may be able to go live and sell some pieces. Now, tomorrow is booked. I have two shows. Speaking of which, tomorrow at 12 noon, we're doing a special power hour slash critical conversations at 12 noon, a part two with my sister, Maven A-Lister with, with a huge company, Debracia, Tony Hale. We'll be back. Part one was fire. I'm going to replay part one. She is, I didn't even get halfway through her bio last time. So we're going to learn more about her and talk about how she is so successful in her business and how she is able to be an author, be a mom, be a wife and do all these things and still stay in a good place in those dimensions of wellness I was talking about. So be sure to catch that tomorrow at noon. It's going to be Power Hour meets Girl Chat meets, you know, it's all kind of like all my shelves in one because she fits all these different categories. We had so much fun and learned so much from her in our last show with her. So I will post about that. That's tomorrow at noon. But then tomorrow evening at 7 p.m., y'all. If you have been watching and keeping up with the Jennifer Crumley, James Crumley, Ethan Crumley, uh, Oxford High School shooting cases and trials, um, Jennifer Crumley was given her sentence of guilty. Ethan's already been sentenced. Uh, the trials, the interviews, the victims, parents and family the deceased victims getting up and telling about their deceased loved one, heart-wrenching. And as I have been totally mesmerized by this case, um, and not in a, a weird way, but just watching the process unfold, I want to talk about tomorrow night at seven on a very special uh, show. How do we tell as parents that our children need us to help them in the arena of mental health. It's not going to be a poke holes at in the in the trial process. It's not going to be a judge Jennifer Crumley bashing session, even though the evidence was what it was. But I want to talk about what do you do when your child's behavior is erratic? What do you do when the grades certainly suddenly drop? What do you do? when they're doing things that are odd and unusual? Um, and how do you pay attention to your children in the midst of having a job, having a marriage? You you, you can do that. It, it, it can be done. Trust me, it can be done. But how do you allocate the right amount of time to everybody? How do you make sure the kids get enough of you? Husband gets enough of you. You get enough of you. God gets enough of you. I mean... We can be stretched thin. So I want us to talk about, uh, and my special guest, Dr. Crystal Lawson, premier therapist, will be in the house tomorrow night. I wanted to have a professional in on this discussion. I am not a therapist or a mental health professional. I have experienced mental health breakdowns. 
as a child and an adult, I have been in a home where I have cried out for help in different ways. So mine is just personal experience, but I want to bring in a licensed therapist to give us the extra info that we need to pay attention to certain cues, uh, certain tools we can use. And again, it's not to rehash the trial. There may be references to this trial and to the Oxford High School shooting, uh, but I am not a, a TV news journalist. I have, however, been watching the trials, getting little bits and pieces for our conversation tomorrow. But the whole intent and purpose of this show that I'm doing tomorrow is to bring dialogue to a very important subject of our children need help. And they may not be able to say, dear mother, comma, dear dad, comma, I need therapy. But Ethan Crumley did. Wow. But not all children are mature enough to say that. But there are certain signs for me as a kid. You better not mention no therapy or what your mama and daddy made you mad. I took all of my anger and frustration and poured it into my writing, into my poetry. So this show is really made to bring a, a dialogue, to bring a attention and awareness to as parents, as teachers, as community organizers, as advocates, as everybody, as the village, how do we support our children in the area of mental health? So that's tomorrow night at seven. So there's two shows happening with me tomorrow, 12 noon and 7 p.m. And I'll post everything on my pages for you all centering around the dimensions of wellness. I want us to be well in every area, but so much is happening. Sickness, financial stress, relationship stress. You know, it's so much happening. If you look up and down your timeline, people leaving here of all ages, people are struggling in so many areas. And that's why I love what I do because this happens to be my happy place. You have your happy place. Podcasting, dialogue, prayer, connection, community. That's what fuels me. So I thank God for Trailblazers Radio. Uh, my show turned one last year. Will be two in October. Uh, the critical conversations concept is older than, than that. I started the videos probably about four years ago. Uh, but as a podcaster on the network, we're about a year and a half old. If you are not familiar with this network, we have a lot of different thought-provoking conversations. Our podcast, we ain't about fluff. We ain't about fluff. Um, we go deep into some things so that we can be healed. We um, talk about our walks with Christ. That happens to be a big part of my life. Um, we talk about love, family. If you've been following me for any length of time, you are aware that I have had struggles in the forgiveness arena concerning my mom. Uh, I am working on that, but I'm continuing to move forward. So I called this show. Here we are 35 minutes in. I'm just now getting into my title. Y'all know how I be. Monday will no longer be a bad day ever. Let me sip to that.
in the nine to five world, corporate America, Mondays were always like, oh my God, time to make the donuts. I don't want to go to work on a Monday. I can remember Sunday night deliberately trying to stay awake. Like, Lord, hold back the night. I just want to hold on to my weekend a little bit longer. And I talked about this with my other previous guest, Kiana. Kiwana, I pronounced her name wrong. Savage. My, her savage is her business. My sister and I talked about this. And I'm going to bring her back too, because Key had a lot of really good things to say about not just business, but how she was able to transition from the corporate to the creative. And that's not an easy transition. When you are used to punching a clock, used to getting a check that's the same every two weeks, and you can make your bills balance from that check, but you're now entrepreneur, but you got to make all the shots. It's not easy. It's not, but it's worth it. When God has commissioned you to do it, it can be done. It's a process. It's not always easy. So I have um key back to, but we have looked at Monday in corporate America. Monday was stressful where I worked. It was our busiest day on the phones because people assumed that our our operation was closed all weekend. So from Friday evening until Monday morning, they were, oh, they closed. Don't call them and make no claim. So Monday, we get bombarded with calls. And even when I came out of the car center, we still had to help the car center, um, which is fine. It is what it is. But Monday at any car center, just just let y'all know. Whether you're calling DHS, whether you're calling AT&T, whether you're calling DTE, Mondays are pretty busy for every call center, regardless of what they sell or provide, because people don't make their calls through the weekend. And some businesses are closed. So Mondays were this humdrum, oh my God, here we go again, another mundane Monday, another mad Monday, Monday madness, Monday depression. And I want to change our thoughts of that. I want us to look at Monday as a launch pad. Yeah, I know it sounds crazy, but think of your week as a flight. Think of the week as you on a plane and you have certain destinations. And Monday is the day you go to the airport to get your butt, your 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 suitcase and your bags on the plane and you're launching. We have to learn how to make Monday a launch pad for a great week. So how you start typically sets the tone for the entire week. So if you are approaching Monday, getting up at a good time where you are refreshed after having a good night's sleep, getting some breakfast in your body, um, having that morning prayer time before you even think about work, calling out to God about, Lord, set my day up. For greatness, here I am getting a good shower. For those of you who like to get y'all showers the night before, maybe y'all don't get funky through the night. That shower or bath the night before, that expired to me at age five. I have to have that morning shower and bath as well. I do, I can do the night before and be nice and fresh for my dreams. But trust me, I, when that morning time come, that shower literally washes off Whatever frustration, issues, challenges I might have dreamt about or might have had the previous day, that morning shower is that opening to having a great day. 
Use your favorite bath and body smells. I know there's stuff out there about Bath and Body Works um, having some stuff that ain't the best, but research that on your own. Whether you have natural products for your body, whether you use whatever you use, just use what you use to cleanse yourself, to wash yourself, to get all lathered up and soapy. I, that's just my process to get nice and fresh and clean. I like listening to music while I'm in the shower or I may replay my own podcast while I'm in the shower. So let that morning moment, your shower, your prayer time, let it be a chance for you to gather yourself and pull it in with the Lord and say, here I am, God. Structure my day in a way where it's a good day. It's a great day. Even on my way to work or as I go into my office to log on, you know what lies ahead of me. Prepare me for that. Whatever it is, let every interaction be peaceful, mutually beneficial. Come against, you know, the enemy that tries to throw darts at you through the day. Let that Monday morning be your launch pad for the whole week. Monday will never be a bad day again. I'm saying that because that's my, that's going to be my declaration. If you want to get on board, come on, I got room. If you don't, that's fine too. You can get off the bus. But we've got to start reframing our mindset if we want things to be better in our day and better in our lives. So Monday is the launch pad into a great week. That's why I call it Monday Power Hour. Every now and then it might be on Tuesday, but I'm going to get better. And that's why it's important to get your calendar because really Friday evening before you leave work, you should be going through your calendar and making sure you got this week set up. But you, maybe you ain't got to that point yet. So here we are on Monday morning. We need to put in what we have to do this week. If you got to work this week, put it in the calendar. If you got choir rehearsal, put it in the calendar. If you got a Zoom call for the children's church, put it in the calendar. Phone and or paper. Because we are sometimes overwhelming our day and committing to too much. And we're missing stuff. I'm talking to you from experience. And I want us to, those of you who have anxiety, I deal with that. And when you overload your day, you can get so depressed and anxious. You don't do nothing. Now you're really depressed because you ain't getting nothing done. So I want us to use power hour as our time to strategize. What do I have to do this week? So I got today filled out. I got tomorrow filled out. If you know you are taking your child to and from work at, at certain times, put it in the calendar so that you know what you have to do for that week. So I check with my daughter to see what her schedule is. It's the same typically, but if she has anything special, I check with her so I can base my goings and comings on what I have to do. We have to get to a place of denouncing procrastination and being ahead of it so we can have a schedule set. One of the ways that you diminish and decrease your anxiety is by putting things in a calendar. You may get sick of me talking about it, but I am going to always talk about better time management every power hour because it's an area that I want to increase and get better in. All right. So if you got something going on Wednesday, 
put it in the calendar. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And do this every single week. Do it every week. Do it for the following month. Then if you get information about events you want to go to, for example, I've got my next pop-up is in March, March 17th. Our boss lady premiere pop-up hostess, uh, Janae, has a pop-up on the 17th of March. I'll post a flyer. Go on your calendar and mark on March 17th and put in there to for the whole day to come and shop with us. Yeah, put it in there. I may have one in April. I'll post it. But on May 5th, I'll be at Eastern Market for Cinco de Mayo. So put in your calendar for May 5th, 2024, that you will be, if you're in Michigan, at the Eastern Market in Detroit, coming down to shop with LHG and all the other vendors. So when you start getting event notifications, you got to check the calendar to see if you can fit it in. We're so quick to commit because we love the person. And I've done this a lot. Oh, I'll be there. And go back like, oh, I can't be there. So it's, yeah. The Green Opulence event with Kayo Shonda is the 24th of February. Tickets are going to be on sale for only six more days. I'll put that flyer in the comments. Or if you all have events going on, put it in the comments yourself. This is Power Hour. So we can use this time to share our own events that are coming up, no matter what, what location you're in. We have viewers all across the country and the globe. So put it in the comments. All right. So really, you should have February pretty much filled out to see what you have going on. March, I have not started it yet. I'll be honest, but I will be starting it probably today or this week at least. But the, the whole gist of Power Hour is to make sure you take back your power. Hey, Sinet, to make sure that we are in the frame set of or framework of, I do have time. Maybe not for everything and everybody, but in my bucket, when God opens my eyes, he's given me 24 hours. Unless he take me out sometime in the day. But he's at least told me I can wake up. Now, not to make God seem like some just crazy creature. But once he opens my eyes for that day, that means I can I can set my day up and do some things. But don't overdo it. Prioritize the things that make you money, like your job, your entrepreneur efforts, your business. Those things are probably going to have to hit the cabinet first. Nope, take that back. Go back. Your time with God, do that first. Make God the number one priority. Put in your prayer time. Put in your prayer time. Hey, nephew, thank you for coming through this morning. How we start our day, y'all? I don't know how y'all starting y'all day, but I can't stand to be rushed. I can't stand to wake up late. Oh my God. I can't stand that. Oh my God, I can't find my shoe. I can't find the keys. I can't find my purse. That's where anxiety comes from for me. So we're going to have to start prioritizing our days way better. Get your prayer on. I'm an early morning prayer. And you ain't got to go into, I ain't saying it's nothing wrong with a prayer closet. But guess what? I can pray in my bed, child. Head tied up, one eyelash on, one eyelash off, child. Prayer can happen anywhere. 
if I can't get to some, you know, red carpet prayer closet with a bunch of angels flying around, I mean, if you got that, that's good. But if you don't have that at the moment, child, pray where you at, in the car, at the red light, pull over at the park, do what you got to do. So I'm thinking, I agree, nephew, prayer and worship is so important. And if, if you are not starting your day with that, um, that could be a reason why you have the anxiety. That could be a reason why you're showing up late to stuff. So let's start our day right. I love to have my morning moment with the Lord. It ain't got to be all deep. Y'all say, good morning, Jesus. What we eating today? You want some grits, Jesus? Would you want a bagel, Jesus? Me and the Lord share a bagel, honey. Listen, I had my time with him. He probably gets sick of me. But I talk to the Lord all day. Then once we once we done had our time, now I'm going to sit down with this good calendar. So what do we have going on today? Because I had that 7 a.m. doctor appointment. Guess what? LHG did not make it. Um, I can't do 7 a.m. appointments no more. I done got older, y'all. I'm almost 50 now. At 22, I probably could have did it. Hopped up, was gone. But today, mm-mm. Me and Jesus went back to sleep. But listen, once you get your prayer and your praise and worship in, Get your calendar and see what you got to do. Because if you have early morning appointments, you got to know. You probably should check Sunday night and see what you got to do Monday morning. Be ahead of it. Because if you wait until Monday to look at Monday's events, you probably didn't miss something. So either Saturday or Sunday, check your calendar and see what appointments you have. Nephew has multiple businesses. Joe Staley is in the comments. So he may have to see, okay, do I have shirts to do uh because he is the ceo of the august wear brand yep 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 y'all been seeing the post so he may have to do a shirt delivery make some shirts he may and he's a dad so it may be something going on with his kids that he need to get to all these things don't have to be and maybe y'all y'all ain't old like me and y'all use y'all phone that's cute i use both i i have to have my physical calendar so once you have your your job in there, your prayer worship first, your job, what your children have going on, your business, your ministry, and realize you only get so much time in a day, y'all. Don't put 30 things in one day. In my corporate life, that almost took me out. To-do list should not have 50 things on it. A to-do list should maybe have a good five or six things, depending on what you do and how long you work. You're going to have to, even those who work a nine to five, stop letting people back you in a corner and make you push yourself so hard that you got migraines and you didn't lost your edges. Stop, stop doing that. Because the more you allow people to do that to you, I work 10, 12, 14 hours all the time. And guess what was still there when I came the next day? Work. I could never get rid of it all. But in my mind, if I just do one more thing, do one more thing, and then my family calling me, mama, where you at? I'm still at work, child. At some point, you got to get up and say, I'm done. So let's normalize eight-hour workdays. I ain't telling you to go in your boss office and say, I ain't working past something such a time. You know, be wise. But if you can, if you can normalize a work-life balance, 
and don't expect somebody else to do that for you. They want you to work your finger to the bone and make them money. But if you're going to do that, give your own business that energy then. Yeah. Don't put your dreams aside, your aspirations aside, your vision aside. Start working on your business. Start working on your dreams. If your goal is to transition from corporate to creative, you got to start putting some time in the creative. Okay. All right, y'all got to get out of here. Y'all share, tag a few people. Announcements tomorrow at noon. We have our power hour slash girl chat slash critical conversations part two with Debracia, uh, Tony Hale. She's coming back. And then tomorrow night at seven, we are dealing with how do we help our children when they need mental health help? Yes, Sinead, we got to have some boundaries. And I don't think people realize. And let me help you with this. Even if you have a nine to five and work for someone else, you, yes, you, you can have boundaries, healthy ones. See, I didn't think I could. I thought I had to out, outdo, overachieve because my mama did it, but it hurt, it hurt her and it broke her down too. I don't want that cycle to be in my family. I want us to have healthy boundaries in every area. Just because I work for you doesn't mean you own me. Oh, I felt that in my spirit. Hold on. Y'all stop letting these people bring back slavery. Stop it in the name of Jesus the Christ. I got to go. We got seven minutes. We're going to talk about boundaries in a nine to five. That's a whole, that's a whole power hour itself. Boundaries, even in the corporate arena. Yeah, you can have boundaries. Who said you couldn't? Don't let these folks scare you. They human just like you. Do not think that because you have someone as a superior in position that you are inferior in your placement. You are my superior in title, but it doesn't mean I am inferior to you. I'm still a human being. I'm the one out here making you money. Back up. Back up. Okay? Stop letting these employers treat you any kind of way. <laughs> Sunette says, when she set boundaries, she got fired. Well, I don't want nobody to get fired, but evidently, that may not have been the right place, Sunette. And it could depend on how you set them. I'm not sure what you said. I'm not sure if it was a little bit too spirited. I don't know. I'm not telling anybody to go walk in their boss's office with their neck rolling and their fingers snapping and they clap, clap, clapping. I'm not saying do it like that. If you are professional, there is a professional way to boldly declare that I'm a human being, not a robot. Now, when you do that, you may ruffle some feathers to your points in that. It happened to me as professional as LHG prides herself in being because I taught them they can call on me so much. I trained them to lean on LHG. So when LHG moved over a little bit and said, uh, 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 get somebody else to do it. They couldn't handle it. And that comes with the territory when you insert yourself in everything and be the savior. Captain Saber, what? 
Benediction time. I love y'all. Y'all just gave me two more show ideas. Healthy boundaries in every area, including your nine to five. But we got to own the fact, though, if you're like me and you had a mother who worked so hard, and I love my mama, she didn't know anything but to work hard either. So here I am showing up early. I'm the one with my hand up for all the projects. Why? Why? I don't know why. Maybe it's people pleasing. I don't know why. I don't know why. But I did it and it broke me down. So now I will tell people, work your good old nine to five, honey. Punch that clock. Make your money. But if you can, do your eight and skate. Yeah. So now when you start saying no, the whole word no is two letters, but it's a whole word. Please know the word no in and of itself is a whole word. It's a whole movement. It's a whole mantra. Let no bless you. But what you can say no sweetly. Dear boss, thank you for your faith in me for this project. However, I am unable to fit it into my already busy schedule. I'm already at capacity. Okay. I was told, oh, just let me know if you're feeling overwhelmed. Oh, you can tell me. So when I said it, hi, I'm feeling overwhelmed. Then I'm getting told, why? You told me to tell you. I'm telling you, I can't do no more. But we don't have nobody else. Who problem is that? You got three other managers here. Start tapping in on them. What happens is when you always do it, they're, they're used to coming to you. And some of that, half of that, most of that is my fault. Because I will always be there. Here I go. Pick me. I got you. I got you. Me and my crazy self. But now or then, when I started leaving on time, not leaving early, leaving on time, I said to them, I want y'all to get a chance to see the back of me. Because if I'm here when y'all get here, I done been here two hours and y'all y'all just getting here. I want you to see what the back of LHG look like. Get the back view. Because I'm going home. Yes, I'm going home. I'm not about to... Stress kills. Stress can kill. So that says, I can train a boss to be my boss. But <laughs> I mean, you know what? When we want to do a great job, I'm going to be really honest, Sinead, it comes from an inner desire to want to just make sure the team wins. I love when our team wins. It's not even about LHG so much. I love when we say, oh, we did it, even though me is, is the one doing a lot of it. We did it. We won. We met the goal. We reached our target. That feels good to me, but it ain't just me on this team. So all the rest of these people can step up too, to where it's not so much on one person. That's how you got to operate in corporate. Otherwise, you will be that one lone soldier that's always doing everything, not getting no more money than the next person. And you will be bitter instead of better. I got to get out of here. Thank y'all for coming through. Nephew, love you. Y'all make sure y'all go and follow Joe Staley. The August Wear brand launched their online store last Monday, last week, Monday, I think. Go on and 
shop. He is also an awesome worship leader and has music. So follow him. So Nick, we got to do our coupon show. Teach you how to boss me around. You want to be bossed around, Snap? Ooh, that's a whole nother conversation. I love y'all. This this helps me because this morning was not the best morning. Uh, but coming on today and talking things through for y'all calendars out for the week, get y'all worship and prayer time in. And you might say morning is not the best for me. I prefer to do my worship and prayer in the evening. Do it when you want. I'm just giving you suggestions just based on what I do. But at the end of the day, it's your life. As long as you're getting in. For me, how I start my day, like my breakfast time, is what helps me launch out into my day. As opposed to just, I'll do it on both, actually. Start and end the day with your prayer and worship. Do both. So, look forward to Sunet coming on soon. She's going to be our instructor, instructor, excuse me, on savings through coupons. We're going to get together and get a series. We're going to collaborate. And she has businesses too. So go ahead and, and um, follow Sunette. She's got an Avon business and an, um, is it Total Life Changes, Sunette? I'll have you drop your information too. Anybody who's in the comments now and you have a business, you have music, you have t-shirts, whatever, drop, drop your links. Power Hour is, is about business for all of us. Drop it in the in the in the chat. All right. But Sunette and I are going to collaborate about a savings couponing series. One of the dimensions of wellness we talked about earlier is financial wellness. So on the road to that, we're going to learn how to coupon. And you might say, oh, it takes too long. And it might be time consuming, but a lot of coupons are digital now. And we're going to learn some tips on how to coupon and how to save. Every penny counts. Every penny counts. So if you can find coupons online, find them in the store, um, we got to get back to basics and finding ways to stretch, stretch our dollars. All right. I love you all. Have a great day tomorrow, 12 noon and seven, two shows on Tuesday. Love y'all. Goodbye.